tension, no more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Tonight we are coming to pray. I'll just share a few scripture and then we'll enter into a time of prayer. You open your Bibles first with me to the book of Zechariah chapter number 3. Zechariah 3 from verse number 1. To the verse number five. He said, And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand brand plucked from the fire? Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and was standing before them. Then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garment from him. To him he said, See, removed your iniquity from you, and clothed you with rich robes. And I said, Let them put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head, and they put the clothes on him, and the angel of the Lord stood by him. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. So giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. 13 says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. And 14 says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins. We have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Tonight, I want us to pray on anything, anything whatsoever. Send me back to the book of Zachariah chapter 3 from verse number 1. I want us to deal with anything at all that is trying to stand in our way to resist us and to oppose us. From the word I read in the book of Colossians chapter 1, from verse number 12 to the verse number 15, you will realize that God has paid a price for us. He has first of all qualified us. Tell somebody, I am qualified. He has first of all qualified us, not because of our stature, not because of our qualification, not because of anything, but because of the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And because of the finished work of the cross, he has qualified us. He has qualified us not only that, but he has qualified us to become partakers of his divine inheritance. Which means that there is an inheritance for us. An inheritance comes from the one who actually owns the property. So we are those to inherit it. And God's inheritance is for you and I to have life, to have health, to have prosperity, to have peace of mind, to have everything. However, a lot of us are working, but we are not assessing this inheritance. True? Fine. So he says that not only that, but 
he has given us this inheritance in the same so among us as believers we have some kind of inheritance and he moved on to say that he has delivered us in other words he has set us free from anything at all that should have limited us naturally from assessing these blessings of god which is the power of darkness and you know where the power of darkness comes from a devil and from his cohorts and whatever they are doing and he says that he has conveyed us meaning that he has carried us from one point to another into the kingdom of the son of his love so we find ourselves in this body of christ with love and not hate and not pain but we are in it and we have all kinds of things going on in our life but yet the lord has carried us from one point to the other to give us that freedom to make us assess the blessings that is supposed to be for us and he says that in whom in christ we have what redemption the ability to buy back and to be redeemed through his blood and the forgiveness of sin so in other words if there is anything at all that stands on our way god has forgiven us are you understanding me and this forgiveness came from the blood of jesus and this forgiveness came from we repenting and confessing as a lord and personal savior and so when this thing took, took place there is an exchange of 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 divine exchange of of new life new garments new opportunities new everything so now romans 8 1 says that there is therefore no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but walks after the spirit and he says that the law of the flesh is death but the law of the spirit is life so you realize that naturally by these occurrences we are in a better platform or we are standing on a better platform than before however the issue has become access say access say access because you can have money in the bank but if you don't have the card or the check to withdraw it you are denied access it doesn't mean you are not rich but the issue is that you don't have what it takes to withdraw it's as simple as that so you can only withdraw when you have what it takes your checkbook or your atm card to be able to withdraw it so you can have everything there you can boast of the money and everything but because you don't have access to withdraw it you are still as poor as anything so in the same vein we realize that we have this access which god has given us and he has forgiven us in other words anything that should have hitherto disqualified us from not having it he has taken it out of the way but however between you and i you know that we are still having some struggles and that is why i took you to zachariah chapter number three from verse number one is that okay so we are going to stand on this thing to be able to deal with it now if it is true that that which we are looking for has already been given to us and we have been qualified in the beloved in the saints that means we are not disqualified and not only that but we have been forgiven by the sins which means that our garment has been changed and we stand in a better position to receive not by our deeds but by the mercies of the lord are you getting my point and then thirdly we have all everything in the store for us which is good health prosperity blessings breakthroughs and everything why are we not assessing it and that is where we are moving to the realm of the spirit when you look at zachariah chapter three from verse number one he tells us that then he showed me joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the lord one thing you should know about the high priest that the high priest garment is not supposed to be dirty the high priest garment is a garment that is pure but physically the high priest is wearing a pure garment but in the realm of the spirit the high priest garment is not well represented so the devil who is accused of the brethren is standing on something to accuse sometimes we are saved we are delivered we are washed by the blood but there is something that he still holds against us that if we don't rebuke him then it means that he will continue to speak now in the waves of natural occurrences when god speaks he releases it and what happens is that it has to take effect in your life 
But if the accuser, who is the intermediary between the, res- the declaration and the receptivity, is there and knows the legal ground, he stands there to oppose it. So as the thing is coming by the law of nature and by the law of happiness, it can oppose that thing that is coming and then you realize that you are not getting it. It is not that God has not released it, God has released it, but because of some kind of legality that he has in your life, he uses that against you. Like what happened to Daniel. Daniel was a righteous man. He has not sinned. But when he prayed and was coming, the prince of Persia withstood it. The work of the prince of Persia is to find something around it to be able to stand to hold it. Until Daniel prayed again and there was a penetration of a reverse for him to receive the answer. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. So here the high priest, you and I are the New Testament priest. And as the New Testament priest, we stand before the Lord to offer incense, which is our prayer and our worship like we just did. Ideally, when we stand and we are worshiping and we are praising God, nothing should stop us. It should be a free flow. Are you there with me? But naturally, just like when you walk and you go home and you scratch your body like this, you see death on your body. That is why we bath. You don't go collecting the dead, but it comes on you. In the same vein, in the realm of the spirit, because of your activity and the robbing and all those things, you receive and you collect some debts. And that is what the enemy uses against you. So naturally, unknown to you and I, we are setting debts on us. But because he is the accuser of the brethren, he makes sure that he will, he will major on these little things to be able to resist us. And he knows that God can only do things for us when we are clean and pure. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm sharing with you. So, this is what happens. So, the priest will gather dust without knowing, and he stands there to offer incense and to pray. But he who is accused of the blessing and is taking care of the movement of the priest knows that actually this guy, his garment, there is something, there is something in his, his dress. But he didn't know that there is something. Sometimes you might have a stain in your dress without you knowing. I don't know whether it has happened to you before. And somebody else can draw your attention to it. And that is what the, the devil draws attention to the little things that we overlook. And every day and every hour, we are not careful to even confess and forsake certain things. Because how careful can you be all the time? Tell me. So, once we are saved, we walk in that priestly robe. But because he's the accuser, he always looks for those faults to be able to, little anger here and there, little words that we say, I do words that comes out of our mouth. Because somebody wronged you, you lifted your mouth, you released some foul word, you do something. I mean, all kinds of things happens to you. You don't even imagine that it's anything. Then he stands on those little things and begins to probe into your life. And not only that, but certain things that has happened in our background or in our previous lives and everything, for which we have not even, we don't even care. He probes and all this. So he stood here and was resisting. And he said, then you show me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand. Now the right hand symbolizes the place of judgment and a place of authority. Now for the devil to go on the right hand, which means he has a very strong case. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250-420 or plus 233 239 
3361. Email us, at com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Hello? <laughs> Standing at the right hand to oppose him. The word oppose is to resist. The word oppose is to prevent. So in other words, what do we mean? Anytime you use the word oppose and prevent or resist are strong words. Now there are strong words that make sure that it stops a flow. Are you getting my point? So it means that it is a word, it's a strong word because it stops a flow which has been initiated. So a car can be in motion and something can resist the car from moving. And anytime it resists the car from, it reduces the car's potential of performance. So anytime you are resisted, there is an equal or stronger force than the force that have been released to, to crash. And when they crash, it can hold what you have released, which is the positive, it can hold it or push it back. So you realize that you need more energy to be exerted to be able to penetrate through. But because what is opposing you is stronger, no matter how you push, you realize that your strength cannot be. So you get to a point, you get tired. So it's the high priest is not standing there to offer incense. It's not that you are not in prayer. And it's not that you are not coming to church. It's not that you are not paying your tithe. It's not that you are not sowing your seed. It's not that you are believing God for nothing. You are believing God and you are doing everything right. But because of this little thing, he's standing in there and he's opposing us. Resisting us. In other words, disqualifying us from having what we are supposed to have. There. Another area of opposing here is to disqualify. However, I just read Colossians 1, 12 to 15 to you and I that we have been qualified in the beloved. Are, are you getting the whole scenario? So, at one breath, I am qualified. At another breath, I am disqualified. And how do you see you are disqualified? You get close to something and all of a sudden the thing fizzles out. How many times have you not getting close to something and the thing goes out of your way? The man by the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5 says that I can see the stirring of the water. It's not that I'm not seeing it. It's not that I'm not seeing the stirring. It's not that I'm not seeing the miracles taking place. I can see the stirring of the water. But anytime I make the effort, I'm not lazy. Are you there with me? Effort means that I am pragmatic. I have put in the needed plans in place. I have done all that thing that is right. So anything I have, anytime I'm about to step in, then another man goes ahead of me. In other words, I see the glory. I envisage the blessings. But anytime I'm reaching out to take it, another person will come and bypass. We call it near misses. The question is, how did I come so close and yet so far? Are you not getting what I'm sharing with you? You know me, with spiritual warfare, I'll explain some things to you before you start praying. So, I am close all the time. And I can celebrate sometimes as close as anything that when I close my eyes and open the next day, I'm receiving it. But by the time I close my eyes and open, the thing has this gone out of my hands. The question is that what went wrong? I search myself, I look through everything, I realize that I have not done anything to warrant that miss. Sometimes if it can be marriage, we have planned everything, we bought everything. It's just about days for us to go to the altar. Then the man changes his mind. It's not once, but more than once. Sometimes it can be a business deal. I am so close. I have clicked everything. All the assurance is there. I'm just going the next day to go and sign. And only together tell me we are sorry. 
We are doing duty, we are doing this, we are doing that. And then before you know, the thing goes out. Why should I get so close and yet so far? Hello, are you following me? So it is this in the realm of the spirit, this in the realm of the spirit, something is happening. I am clean. I am justified. I am qualified in the beloved. I am a child of God. I have been saved. I have been redeemed by the blood. But yet, there is something opposing me. So he says in the verse 2. He said, and the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Now who is doing the rebuking here? The Lord is doing the rebuking. The capital L-O-D talks about Jehovah Sabbath, the God of war. The God of justifier. The God that fights for the poor. The God that speaks for the one who cannot speak. The one that vindicates. The one who cannot vindicate himself. The one that is the owes justice and sits and dispenses justice. The God who sits in authority. That is what the word L-O-V means. The Bible doesn't put words there anyhow. When you see this, that is what it means. So, whenever you see, is the God of our revenge, is the God of our avenger, is the God that speaks for the poor, is the God that defends the defenseless, is the God that speaks for the one that cannot speak, is the God that intervenes for the weak, is the God that stands here for the poor and the needy. That is what it means by that. So, he said, the Lord rebuke you. He will not use another word to do that because it is illegal proceedings. So, he said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan, the Lord who has chosen the word chosen there it is not a progressive noun or it's not a progressive verb or whatever but it is something that has taken place in the past already and you and I have been saved before we were saved so that is why I took you to the New Testament before you come and tell me that I'm the New Testament pastor so I don't have this this no he said the Lord rebuke you who has chosen Jerusalem. The word Jerusalem means peace, praise, honor, adoration and we are the spiritual Jerusalem which emanates out of Israel. So it's an, in, in salvation we are Jerusalem. Salvation, peace, shalom. And he's saying that the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. In other words, before this time you are being redeemed. Before this time, we have been qualified. Before this time, we have been justified. But however, we get close and the enemy stops us. And the Lord is saying that now it cannot happen because I rebuke you for you to stop opposing them. Because I have chosen them. And once I have chosen them, you have nothing against them. Once I have chosen them, you cannot resist them. Once I have chosen them, you cannot rebuke them. Because I am their justifier. I have qualified them in the saints. I have redeemed them by the blood. So that is what it right now until you and I enforce that position. Hello, are you there with me? Because in the New Testament, you cannot tell me that you have not gotten close to something and has fizzled out of your life before. You see everything so but before you know, phew, it's gone. They can look at you and think you don't deserve this position. And they will give you as somebody. Yet you are more qualified than anything. And they will always use you to work for that person. At the expense of you rather being the boss. These are some of the things that happens. You can go with your friend somewhere and he will get somebody to propose and marry you. I mean, you are there. You are always being played. You are being played as a second fiddle. They prefer somebody than you are. 
And yet you can be competent and qualified. But yet you are not assessing because there is an opposer. And he said, is this not a brand plucked from the fire? In other words, is it not a people I have purged by myself? Three. He says, now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments. The guy was standing there with incense to offer, but he didn't know that he has been disqualified. With filthy garments and was standing before the angel. Innocently, all of us are standing there and out of our innocence, things happen without we know it. I have a pure heart. I have a good heart. I remember when I was growing up, my mother would say that she doesn't know why people hate us because we don't wrong anybody. Why should people hate us? But when I grow and understand spirituality, I realize that people will not hate you from the perspective of the physical. They hate you from the perspective of the spirit because they see it more than you see. Yeah. Amen. Because in the physical, you can be poor and eating junk food or eating curry and somebody might be eating salad but he hates you. In the poor, you can be wearing chalet water and somebody is wearing shoes and dressing Mercedes Benz but the person cannot stand your presence. Even as a maid in his house. The thing is that the person is not seeing what you are wearing. He's seeing beyond what you are wearing. And that is the, the thing. Joshua in his innocence doesn't know who he is. He is a high priest. He doesn't even think he deserves to be opposed. Simpli- simplicity is going to offer his sacrifice. And yet something in the realm of the spirit is happening to you without he knowing. Are you getting the whole thing? And he says that now Joshua was clothed with his garment and was standing before the angel. And verse 4 says that and then he answered and spoke to those who stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garment from him. Tonight, God will take away every filthy garment. Every filthy garment in our life for which the devil has had a position of restricting us, of preventing us, of opposing us, of making us taking the crumbs instead of eating the bread. He said, Take away the filthy and to him he says see i have removed your iniquity from you and i'll clothe you with rich robes tell somebody from today i'll walk in rich robes oh tell the person i'll walk in rich robes you see when when what does it mean to walk in rich robes or what does it mean to have a filthy garment anytime you are wearing filthy garment when you go to a place no favor is on you you are it doesn't matter what car you appear there with it doesn't matter what clothes you are wearing. It doesn't matter what name you have. When you get there, nobody will look at you. Have you ever worked with somebody that you go to a place where the person is your secretary and they give your secretary an honor more than you, the boss? Oh, come on, give me a word. Oh, have you understood? Do you get what I'm saying? Have you ever gone somewhere with maybe your house help and they think the house is the man and you are rather the house help before? These little things, we don't sometimes see it and we don't play it. But that is it. You go to a place with your subordinate and your subordinate is rather seen than the, is the boss. Until sometimes the subordinate says, oh, I'm not the one who is the boss. And even when they say you are the boss, they don't even treat you as they still have to be treating the subordinate well. You will feel uncomfortable, but Charlie, that is it. There is something here. You are well dressed. You are the boss. But you are wearing a fitted garment. So they are not seeing it. And he is being seen with rich robes. It's not what we wear that qualifies us. But how we are perceiving the spirit. So he said, Pastor, I did everything right. It's not what you did right that is important. Hello. And he says, remove 
take away the filthy garment, which is the garment of disfavor, the garment of struggle, the garment of shame, the garment of reproach, the garment that makes me not qualify for the things, though I am qualified, take it away. Now, some garment, when it's on you, it makes people hate you. No matter what you do, they will not like you. That is the kind of garment on our Ghana blasters. And I'm serious. I'm very, very serious. When they want to drive you out of their office, that is the garment they will put on you. So you will do everything right, but nobody will love you. Tell me if it's not true. Ghana Blasters and Togo and other countries, who is playing well? Have they not performed worse before in the past and people still hate them? Look at their penalty miss in the World Cup. So you can do everything possible and everything right. When that garment is on you, Charlie, forget it. Somebody will dance and his leg is like this and dancing this way and they say she, she is rather better than you. It's called a filthy garment. In your office, when they want to, if somebody wants you to be rejected or for you to, he can just go to a juju man. All that he is doing that place a filthy garment on him, which is the garment of rejection. Anything you do, your boss will. If you like, cut your head and give it to your boss. You will not like it. Some women are in marriage. You are wearing a filthy garment. There is nothing you will do that your husband will ever appreciate. I'm telling you. If you like, cook more than the house help. The house help food is the best. If you like, dress to kill. He will not even feel anything for you. You might even look at the woman that the man will be sleeping with. When you compare yourself, say, what? What is wrong? What do you want from me? It's not about what do you want from me. That you don't get. You will get it. But you are wearing a garment. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing I'm sharing with you is very deep. I don't have time to teach. I'll find time to teach extensively on it. But tonight you are going to preach. I'm just brushing on it for you to get it. It's very, very important. There are some people who are worthy. They have money. But they are wearing fitted garments. So they get to places and they don't even have attention. And there are people who are very, very poor. But they are wearing clothes, rich clothes. And anywhere they enter, this kind of treatment they will receive. You'll be shocked and say, what? <laughs> now, that's the kind of robe Cinderella was wearing. If you have read Cinderella before. Though her clothes were tattered in the physical, but she was wearing rich robes. So anywhere she enters, she shines, she brights. She catches the attention. She will catch the, the whole thing. Have you been with people? They enter to a place and everybody's eyes on them. And everybody's catching attention. That is what it means. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you.